the weirdness of anime is is why I watch anime in the first place. So I'm I'm happy and excited about it. And welcome to another damn anime podcast. My name is Nick, and I'll be your host. Uh, here with me is my good buddy Joe. Joe, how you doing? Doing all right, man. Uh, yeah, it's just another uh, Friday, or it was Saturday, right now. Um, yeah, it's been a long, long time. Uh, we have the third episode here now today, and yeah, take it away. Tell us where we're starting from. Yeah, so we are going to be doing the third episode of. Uh, the near automata uh, anime. We're going to be talking about the, about the near automata anime, and uh, yeah, we're in episode three. Things are are heating up a little bit, um, but yeah, I'm just excited to get started talking about it. So, so basically, um, we have a uh, a little bit of a I don't know, kind of a more normalized episode than the last one. I think the, in episode two, there was kind of a side story about, uh, some machines and that sort of took center stage. Um, while we also followed along a little bit with our, our main characters. Um, but this one, uh, has a lot more to do with the main characters kind of, and, and, and what they're doing. So, so basically where we ended up last time is, uh, 2B, 9S, and the Resistance people, along with Lily, that they met up with, they um, had just defeated some machines and decided to head back to the Resistance camp. And so, the beginning of this episode, um, they they do just that. They they, they go ahead and and uh, talk a little bit, and then they go ahead and head back to the Resistance camp, uh, where they meet with uh, some of the uh, people there, they, like you are introduced to some shop owners that I remember from the game, the, the two guys that they introduced specifically. They made that so video game, like in, uh, not even trying to hide it. It was, I laughed because they're like, yeah, you need weapons. And like, you know, you need chips. We got it. You know, like I'll even buy stuff from you. And it's just like, wow, that's awkward as hell, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty well head fisted there, but but they talk to um, they they uh, talk to Lily a little bit. Uh, she apologizes for for shooting at them, sort of awkwardly. It's like, well, okay, I guess we're just gonna brush that off uh, until later when it becomes important again. But anyway, it gets brushed off, and then we're introduced to a new character named Jackass, which is a like a, kind of a crazy science woman um, who comes in. And uh, I don't remember her from being in the game. I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure that if she was in the game, she was not important at, really at all. Um, but uh, she comes in and um, kind of long story short, they elect her to be the one to drive 2B and 9S out to the desert so they can continue on their mission of trying to find um, the the lost Yorha asset. Um, so, so they kind of have some goofy stuff from Jackass and then they head out and um, they drive through uh, this kind of Canyon and blow up a, a, uh, a gate. 
and just kind of keep going on. Um, some kind of hijinks ensue. It's sort of funny, but then they, but then they run into, but then they get out to the desert a little bit more and they run into some machines that they end up fighting. And, uh, kind of the interesting thing here is that, um, nine S hacks this one machine and, uh, he goes into it and finds these memories, um, of some sort of celebration by what looked to be people. So yeah, like the old civilization. Um, and he sees, sees this machine or, a, but a very, you know, mind you, the one he's hacking is like three, four stories tall. Uh, yeah. but the one he sees in this memory is a very much a, a munchkin or minion, like, you know, like waist high, uh, robot just jumping around, like cheering for this, um, what looks like a wedding. And yeah, before he starts to come to a realization before he gets uh, unplugged. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that, um, memory is significant to people who have played the games and I won't say how or why, but it is uh, something that you would recognize if you have played. Um, so for Joe's sake, I'm not going to say any more, but, um, that is something to remember, Joe. I'll just, I'll just say that that much. Well, so they, so I don't really remember what happens though. Next, like they, he, he pulls out of the machine and then it's, and then they just finish off the, well, essentially it's, he gets, he gets uh, unplugged because, uh, to be, you know, kills the machine, it looked like. So, because when he comes to, the machine's being destroyed uh, right in front of him. So that seems to be, like, the indicator. Um, and then, yeah, right after that, uh, all the machines are in pieces, and then you see Jackass be super excited about the the parts and uh, the face paint, want, trying to figure out if this is their concept of makeup, uh, wondering if they can, uh, they can get some uh, information from the mask or anything like that, and yeah, that's when uh, realizes, oh wait, there's people here, or you know, there's you know, uh, Jackass isn't alone, and then starts strikes up a conversation with, uh, with the two, and then you know, pretty much says, oh yeah, let's continue with the conversation we were, uh, before we got interrupted, which was, uh, that they were sent here on their own mission, and they weren't the backup that was originally requested, uh, but. Jackass is going to go ahead and keep that quiet because it's better for the resistance to believe in uh, that they're not disregarded. Uh, and, you know, because if they knew that they were just like, you know, pawns and they were, they were disposable, they would lose hope. So to keep that hope alive, they're like, yeah, we'll just let the everyone believe that you guys are the backup that, you know, we've been asking for. Yeah, yeah, because it was just sort of serendipitous that they arrived right as... um as the resistance needed help, uh, but really um, also, don't care. yeah. Also, I was gonna I was gonna mention the uh, what happened was uh, during that ride they show the commander uh, talking about how you know because they show footage of the resistance camp from like the pod point of view, yeah. And you know the commander saying that like we did not send backup to them, you know, uh, and essentially goes on a little monologue saying like yeah they're just they just happen to be there. Um, we can use them. Uh, there's going to, you know, they'll be our shield. They'll buy us some time for, uh, the virus. There's a potential virus outbreak and, you know, that'll, that might buy us some time. And as she's saying this rant, 
some of the other uh you know underlings are like wait what are you talking about like they start to they start to question like and then they cut scenes back to uh the ground as they're driving through the desert so that was a weird uh scene that they had right there and yeah it was just uh it leads you to believe that of course then the commander knows a whole lot more than what they're letting on and the ones working under the commander have they're like apparently no clue so yeah so they're kind of in the dark and it's it's uh it's it's definitely not really buddy buddy amongst everybody that's on the android side um something that jackass said too i think is that uh she knows that the machines were painted the way that the humans used to paint themselves um and uh she thought that was kind of weird and and, and curious so it's just another like example of the machine sort of trying to act more than themselves. Um, and then they also had like capes and clothes, which was sort of weird. Um, yeah. They were saying how they were scared, but they were attacking at the same time. So that, that was, a um, you know, more, uh, nine S talking to himself thinking that's a contradiction and they're just, you know, mimicking humans. They're not, um, plus, you know, it's just like, uh, Nine S seems to be very upset about the idea of them just, you know, mocking or uh, pretending to be human because they're just like, you know, these shells. Yeah, exactly. So and that comes up in a little bit later here too. Yeah. So they head on from that point um, and uh, come into an area like a like a a block where where humans used to live, like basically like a bunch of apartment buildings that are are run down and consumed by the desert. Um, and uh, as they're walking through this area, they find the corpses of dozens of androids and one that even looks a lot like 2B. It has different hair, but but otherwise it does look a lot, a lot like 2B. Um, and uh, so they're kind of they're kind of like looking through that and it just sort of shows the carnage that's been wrought on androids as well over the years the one that looks like 2b is their missing unit that they were looking for oh it is i'm i'm almost positive that's what they were saying um so. yeah so that's uh because they you know uh it does look a lot like you know 2b's makeup and uh our build and yeah i'm pretty sure that's what they they respond to is like it's the missing unit but then that's when uh they end up getting caught in the sand trap essentially right so yeah they so they find a pile of yellow machine uh, of the yellow eyed machines and then um and then go over to it and then there's like some sort of sand trap like you said there's some sort of earthquake or something and uh they fall they fall through this um like through the ground as it sinks below them and lily is able to keep from falling through by using some sort of grappling hook um but 2B and 9S they they um, are sucked down um, and it opens up and they begin to fall, but they are able to grab onto their pods and just glide down uh, safely. So they, they find, um, so once they land down there, they find really weird scene. And this is like a weird, uh, one of the weirder scenes from the game as well, that they find the, these, these yellow eyed machines that are in a circle and many of them are mimicking human sex. 
So it looks like they are having sex, but like they're just sort of ramming each other. Um, and then some of them have they their... actually look like the um, Penny Arcade uh, Precipice of or like uh, yeah, I think it's the Precipice of Darkness uh, uh, video game that they had, episode one and two. Uh, Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness. That's the name of the uh, series. And yes, episode one and two, they have um, these rounded tin cans with a rounded top for a robot. Um, and they have a dispenser for uh, in the groin area, and they're literally called fruit fuckers. So, uh, yeah. So that's this. They this just reminded me of that. Um, so thank you, Penny Arcade. All right, <laughs> thank you, Penny Arcade. So yeah, so they're like they're like ramming each other, um, and some of them have their arms in the air, and some of them have like their heads down by another one's like groin. And it's just super weird, but they, they're, I and think, one of them's even just rocking a baby or like a fake, ba- like a, a crib and then just saying baby out loud yeah, uh, because yeah, just weird, you know, human, you know, mimicry. Yeah. And then, um, and then after a while they begin to say, this cannot continue. Um, and they start to chant that. And then they begin to, uh, they, they, they break the circle and crawl up uh, this or these pillars um, into a spherical mass that's being held up by these like cross wire pillars. Um, and it's this mass, spherical mass made of other machines. Um, and then once they get up there, the entire mass begins to to glow uh, with the eyes like yellow, and it like and then it's like a it opens up from the bottom and this ooze pours out and there seems to be light coming from there too. This ooze pours out and out comes this, um, this human shaped robot or like, or like an Android shaped robot. Um, and then it forms skin from the ooze and it appears to be a, uh, a man with white long hair and he is naked um, and then, so all this happens pretty quickly, but like, like he appears and then, uh, to be a nine S attack him and kill him, uh, stabbing him through the chest. They like break his, like his, like he has like those force field shield that he makes. Well, they break that pretty much immediately and then stab him, um, pretty much without asking any questions. So that's kind of weird. Um, he does ask the question like why um uh, kind of uh he 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 brings up something along the lines of like um like not why attacking but like he's something in the midst of it and that was like the only things he really gets off saying before uh yeah before they stab him. Well that's what I'm saying is like to be a nine S, they're like, Oh, we just gotta fucking kill this guy. Because <laughs> they because they, they say he's a he's the you know, he's a machine life form, so he deserves to die. Yeah. Um Still kind of a strange thing for, like, our heroes to do. Um, usually in anime, the, quote, good guys or whatever, I don't know, tend to have a bit more uh, a bit more discretion or they kind of think outside the box. But these guys, uh, to be a 9S, they don't. They just, like, follow orders and they don't, they don't give a shit. Uh, so they just pretty brutally stab this guy through the chest um, and he, he dies um or so it appears 
But uh, a few moments after he dies, there is another man that crawls out from the first man's stomach. Um, the apparently from the stab wounds. And then that guy looks like a mirror image of the first guy. And then that guy, he attacks 2B and 9S um, immediately, sends them flying. Um, yeah, with like a sonic or like a pre- some sort of pulse, essentially. Yes. Yeah, like he screams and it creates a shockwave that, that's his attack. Some sort of pulse weapon or something like that. Um, and then when the smoke clears, we see him holding uh, like firemen carrying or whatever uh, the first guy who's dead in his princess arms. Carrie princess Carrie. That's, that's better. Yeah. That's more accurate. Um, kind of princess carrying the first guy who's, who's dead. And then that's where the episode like officially ends. Um, so a lot of weird, a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, kind of hard to follow. I would think if you're not really attuned with, with the game, um, but pretty interesting to me, I think. So, uh, yeah, Joe, what do you think? Do you have any questions? I didn't really find it that hard to follow. Uh, I found Jackass's character to be sort slightly annoying yeah. because I'm not a big fan of that overly hyped scientist. Um, they always do. It's just, yeah, yeah it's, it kind of is what it is. Uh, now, in the beginning of the episode, uh, the very, very beginning, when they first arrived to the camp, you actually see uh, essentially uh, a giant wheel. And from episode one, it's one of the those um, Goliath machines. They had essentially it's a um, it's a giant uh, trench digger. Uh, it's it's used to, for large scale excavation. Uh, so it looks like a Ferris wheel with, but instead of cabs, you know, like it's shovels. Right. And yeah, uh, you know, there's one of the resistance members is talking like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's a rumor or something like that. It's from, uh, from a large, or large, uh, large living life form or whatever. And they're like, yeah, it's, I think it's fake, you know, so they don't actually believe that theory. Yeah. Uh, so that means they've never seen it, but we've seen episode one. So we know that what they're talking about and what actually is for, for a short time, uh, before they started showing some of the flashbacks of the previous civilization and they started showing the ruins when they were driving through the desert. I was wondering if, by chance, there was a time leap between uh, 2B from episode 1 and her reboot to currently, uh, because uh, just because of the fact that I'm like, wait, is this desert where she, where her and uh, 9S blackboxed it you know, at the end of episode 1 oh. and then just completely nuked the land? Because uh, it was all water in, the pre- in that episode. So I'm like, that'd be interesting if they... Uh, just vaporized that area and then turned it to desert. But then when they started showing the flashbacks of the civilization, I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> that, that threw my theory out the window. Uh, but that is something I did uh, have for at least uh, half an episode. So yeah, that's a good theory. Uh, um, for Jackass, like the game is pretty dour. It's uh pretty. I wouldn't say it's like depressing all the way through, but it's pretty serious. There's not really much in the way of comedy. And I guess they decided that for the show, they needed to have a bit more of uh, something to lighten the mood, at least at the beginning of the episodes in order to make people not feel like they were just like watching this, uh, I don't know, like 
just so it wouldn't be so depressing. Um, so I think that's what 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 Jackass is kind of there for. Um, well, see, I th- I feel like Jackass <laughs> gave the vibe that um they know more like of what's uh and like I don't know, it just seems to be. I I read that they they know more than they they let on, and there's possibly, um, you know, like something maybe nefarious, kind of like you know, I don't, I just I I feel I think it was weird that Jackass was the only one to escort them out there, and then the interaction after Jackass was like looking at the robots and the you know the, the busted parts and talking to himself, then looking at it and saying, oh wait, you know, it's like kind of walks away and just like obviously smart enough to know that these guys you know aren't their reinforcements and i don't know there's like something about i don't quite trust uh the way they're writing jackass so 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 the people on the planet um i I see what you're saying they are some of them are kind of dumb but some of them also have an intuition that uh that to be a 9s sort of seem to lack like everybody on the space station um, is very much about following orders and they're disconnected from the the planet. Like they're like the way they act is like very much like cold and d- just doing what they are supposed to do. But people oh, on they're the, very much indoctrinated. Yeah, exactly. So like people on the planet or the androids on the planet and the machines on the planet, they are more connected to each other and to nature and they seem kind of dumb in their own ways and less serious but they also have other advantages that um that the people or the androids from the space station uh, all the yorha units don't seem to have like they seem to have a little bit extra there so so you are so i think you're you're catching on to something that that is going on um but it's uh it's sort of understated and told through the feeling of the characters rather than overtly. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, no, this episode is pretty straightforward. I mean, uh, you know, it's, I'm more curious about the the past, um, you know, civilization stuff. And you yeah. told me that it's a semi key point. So, yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, essentially the end, which was another. Um, uh, you know, a potential ending for the game, I guess. You They're going to which... do these through. These are going to like, these are going to keep happening as many episodes as they have. <laughs> They're going to, cause they have, you know, you know, they have 26 endings of the game, one for every letter of the alphabet. And only five of them are, I, they're not all true, but only five of them are like Canon or you could consider Canon the rest. So 21, there should be 21 um, fake endings um is what i'll say and uh and th- this, this one, one is this one funny. was um comical to the point where they apparently ride animals uh and they run into yorha unit and they all die <laughs> so they show uh they show 2b being essentially a bowling ball and the other yorha units being like bowling pins and they all collide and then it's like yep that's it they died <laughs> as much as i i mean as much as i like the regular show i think that these endings are the best part like they are silly and they're just made of puppets, but they're they're just freaking so cute and hilarious. Um, yeah, in the game, you you become able to ride the animals, 
Um, and that's what it's kind of alluding to is being able to ride the animals. Though I don't think that you, I don't know, like, <laughs> like you see Tubi's head as a bowling ball and just blowing up all of the Yorha units. It's like that doesn't make any sense, but it's fun. It's, well, it's, the, it's the, it's just the animal going out of control because they're going too fast, apparently. It's um, so yeah, I guess, you know, the, the big question is though, uh, what are we going to do for the next three episodes? Or at least for the foreseeable future, because um, I mean they've now officially delayed episode four and uh, and beyond uh, until further notice. So they've recent they've released a, a statement saying that uh, starting uh, on the twenty eighth, they're going to be reshowing episodes one, two, and three uh, because of this delay and they're, that they're blaming due to uh, COVID, I guess. Uh, so yeah. Uh, well, we, this show yeah. might be short-lived. <laughs> yeah, or are they going to tweak these three episodes and start messing with us? Uh, as oh, I wouldn't. I could see them doing something. You know, you kind of do the uh, the endless eight, but you know, just in oh, this case, there are three. Don't do and then you just you know, there's a potential of tweaking. So of course, people are going to rewatch the episodes because why? Why else? You're re-airing these episodes on TV. Are they going to do any extra flavor? Are at least going to change the end? You know, they they got to do something, right? Or or are they will they not? And will it be just one hundred percent the same? So that is really weird. So I didn't hear about any of this. I, I hadn't I hadn't been keeping up with the news. So they are re-airing the episodes one, two, and three. Um, and episode four has been delayed to um, the near future. I mean, if it's anybody else, I'd be like, well, it's just, it's just whatever COVID some kind of production issue. But since it is Yoko Taro, you have to take into account, is he fucking with us? And I don't know. Um, well, I will, if, so I'm watching this on Crunchyroll. So if it's re-aired and it's the exact same thing, then I don't think that there will be an episode four released on Crunchyroll. But if there's, yeah, a... I'm not sure. Crunchyroll did say that you know it did have a statement on there. It says uh, they posted the same statement as everywhere else has been posting, but they I hadn't seen anything saying that reposting the new episode. So I'm not sure. We'll see. So if I'm gonna watch Crunchyroll and I'll keep it, I'll keep it in mind. And if it is a true exact what repost and there's nothing different about it or whatever then we'll just pick back up whenever they do finally launch an episode four and so version 1.1 a episode one dash one one point one or 1.5 or something like that (laughs) they might do that um if they do that and it's mostly the same then we'll jump back on here and talk about what's different and maybe just have an abbreviated episode. Uh, and uh, if not, then we'll, if, if it's just exactly the same, then we'll just wait until they do produce something new. Um, so yeah, that's kind or of, we can be... talk about the whole episode one all over again. Like we never saw it. To begin with. <laughs> yeah. We could just, yeah. Yeah. We could just do it that, all right. that way. But anyway, so um, yeah, I guess, uh, the last thing I'll say is uh, the reason why I say kind of a weird episode is I don't really know what it's like to watch this from not knowing anything about it. So I worry about someone who hasn't someone who's blind to this show and this series coming in and being like, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's kind of interesting. 
I, I would I would say that person would think it's kind of interesting, but also like there's a naked man and there's a man coming out of him. I guess it's just par for the course in the anime, but I would. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say this. This episode was kind of like the most meh of all the episodes <laughs> because it was like I feel like it's actually the weakest. Um, uh, I feel that you know, yeah, it, I'd, I'd episode say so, one yeah. was super action heavy, ended with a unique twist of them detonating and then re- the whole being uh transferred. You know, and I'm like, oh, that's that's a neat twist. Um, then you had you know episode two, and that was. You know, tried pulling at the heart, you know, you know, the heartstrings, trying to f- give you a different concept of, you know, a point of view. And then this one was just a straightforward episode. And you're like, all right, they're just going from point A to point B. Had a fight scene in between. Had a fight scene at the end. The ending is like, oh, that well, that's weird. And now you have a a bad guy because you know the moment he this person was like birthed, you murder him, and then he births on second self. And then they're like, yeah, something tells me he's not going to be happy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, as things go, oh. this is probably the most straightforward, even as weird as weird as as it is. Um, I I just I just uh, I I like it though. I I think it's um it's uh the weirdness of anime is is why I watch anime in the first place. So I'm I'm happy and excited about it. But yeah, that's pretty much gonna do it for us. I think um, short and sweet, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Whether that's next week or someday or maybe in the, the near sh- future maybe the show's canceled after this and um it's goodbye forever i don't know so uh multiple endings here uh take your pick all right take care guys all right bye take it easy